Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey, Alistair. Yes, Andy? Do you want a smoother shaving experience? Well... At the moment, I'm having a lot of very rugged shaving experiences. <laughs> That's right. You, well, when you shave these days, you, you hike out into the middle of the Appalachian mm-hmm. Mountains. And I bang a rock against another rock until it reaches a point. Yes. Right? <laughs> until that rock. And then I use that, that rock to, 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 to kill someone an in a convenience store until they give you a shaver from behind the counter. <laughs> That's right. Why but, do you ask? Well, because there's an easier way, Alistair. If you just go to harrys.com forward slash think tank, mm-hmm. you can get a shaver for 50% of the price of a leaving, leading brand mailed to your house. I've just, uh, I've just got rid of my beard. I'm going, going to go clean shaven, right? Yeah. And when I, when, I, when I shaved my face the other day, I had to, had to ask if I could borrow my wife's razor. Oh, and her car and to her go car. out to the shop. <laughs> yes, for an unrelated errand. <laughs> but enough about my home situation. You go to harrys.com forward slash think tank. You can get yourself really affordable five blade razors. Five. Yeah. I won't shave for any, with anything less than four blades these days. But five blades, mm. forget about it. Yeah. And Andy... It's, it'll be nice for you to finally get some of your own possessions. <laughs> That's just, right. You won't have to keep borrowing things from your wife, you mm-hmm. mooch. Hey, hey, Andy. Whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> it's a whip noise. It's a whip N- noise. Mason brought, a, a, brought a, uh, a herd of buffalo in with him today. That's right. These are girls. <laughs> They're all girls. <laughs> yep. Whoa, now. He doesn't breed them. He just, he just uh, what's that thing that He just do? whips them and he refers to them as girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eccentric <That's>... now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, success. <laughs> mouth noises. Make your mouth noises. Uh, hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and plug five to ten different products in an episode and come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Alistair George William Tremblay Birchall. <clears throat> and I'm Andy. And our co-anchor today is Mr. Mick Mason. That's me. Hi, guys. Mick How Mason are you? It's good to from, be here. From Planet Broadcasting's uh, Weekly Planet. That's me. Yeah. It's a me. I got to tell you, you know, you are my favorite podcast on the Planet Broadcasting Network. Oh, stop it. No, you stop really Stop saying are. how good I am. I cannot stop plugging it at the end of our show. <laughs> he really can't. I can't. Sometimes I try and interrupt, just get in ahead of him so that he mm. doesn't do it. And nothing personal against you. No, that's I fine. just think he has a problem and I'm trying to help him get away it's from weird, it. It's weird, isn't it? Like some people just attach on you kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, they, they imprint. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was there at You're the time like... of birth. Now I know why <laughs> that's it is. That's what it was. That's you, right. were, you were at that's the time of is. birth, but you were dressed as a goose. Yeah, that's right. You didn't want to confuse him, so you came in dressed as a goose. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? And since then, I have loved your podcast, Mom. <laughs> goose <laughs> Mom. Goose Mom. <laughs> so thank you very much for coming on your show. It's a real on our show, and it's a yep. real honor. And also, thank you for having us on your show. That's a, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, and synergy. That's what yeah, I'm all that's about. That's what I like. Mm. That's what I, is there is there friendship a sca- born of synergy? 
man, I like friendship born of synergy and other business terms. <laughs> Me too. I just couldn't think of any in time before I got to the <laughs> sentence where I said business terms. How do you feel about collaboration? Uh, you know what? I love collaboration, but I also like... Yes. <laughs> Did you know you, you How can... do you feel about green sky thinking? There we go. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can edit in... You could actually, we could actually pause and you could edit one in going forward. So it'll be like, I'll get to the, instead of saying business terms, I'll go, Blue Sky Projects. Exactly. Like you could have some ready on a soundboard. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It'd be... <laughs> just, just a soundboard of excruciating corporate I really, terms there. I, I like it. It's a soundboard that didn't need to be made. Mm. Yeah. That's a solutioneering. That's the thing that I feel like I've seen take place in a couple of movies is where like some kids are getting together to try and fool someone over the phone so they use recordings of somebody's voice. Uh-huh. Maybe it was only one movie, but I've seen it twice. Yeah. But like yeah. they use like little clips of sound from various things to like, you know, to trick someone into opening the doors of the local zoo or, yeah. or whatever it is. Well, one yeah. of my least favorite and this happened a lot of in a lot of like hacker style movies in like the 90s yeah. is the way they they would they would record somebody punching in a a code like a like a a door unlock code, yes. and it would be like beep boop 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 boop, and they would record it and they would play it back, and they'd go, "Okay, I know what the combination is now." Yeah, it's not how it works. They're all no, the same no, no. tone. No, it's we've a huge... learned a lesson. Well, we may have learned a lesson since then. That's true. You know, like maybe that's you know maybe films are the reason. You know, in the same way that a lot of you know a lot of murderers mm. watch CSI. That's true, and then they get away with it. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and do they, they? They get away with it, and so then you know these days, uh, C- real CSI people have to be above CSI level. So they have to have watched all the seasons, including the right. Los Angeles yep. and maybe one that was set in New York. The one for with a bit. Lawrence Fishburne. The one with Lawrence Fishburne. I can't believe that was. They barely have time to do any murders. Yeah, they're, yeah, so, they're right. so busy keeping up to date on the <laughs> on all these uh, NCIS naval uh, naval criminal investigative services. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah, that is there crazy. You, although, well, although maybe the murderers wouldn't have to watch that one unless they're going to do a naval crime, naval a naval crime, murder. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I know, but you want to, you know, it's you know, it's like with other things. I couldn't think of it again. <laughs> Fuck. It just <laughs> like if you want to put out, if you want to put. Like put put uh, you know like like terrestrial CSI people mm. uh, out, out of their comfort zone. You commit space a, the vacuum of no, space. No, no, no. You commit a boat cram- crime on land. Yes. Oh, they absolutely. Won't, they won't know what hit them. You keel haul someone. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, right. they're, <laughs> but on land, there's a dead body on the road. It's got two ropes attached to it, and they're like, I don't, I don't know what this is. <laughs> oh boy, we're miles from the nearest canal. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I think I think that's a I mean, good. I'm, Ironically, I'm out of my depth. Yeah. There's a dead body on the road and they're like, I, I don't understand how this happened. And then it cuts to the top of a skyscraper and there's just one plank coming off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> but they never think to look, do they? Well, they wouldn't. Why no. would they? Why would they? Why would you walk the plank off a roof? So is, is, that, a, is that a sketch? It's, it's TNCIS. It's Terrestrial Naval <laughs> Criminal <laughs> Investigation Services. Yep. And it's all land-based aquatic crime yep. that... And and every week they fail to solve it because they just <laughs> the the rule of the sea doesn't apply here. Mm. They don't know what they're doing. Like what what is the most? I guess I guess walking the plank off a off a high building is mm. the most extreme version of that. Is uh-huh. there um, is there a version of international waters on land? 
Um, uh, international dirt is that a thing? Well, <laughs> we could make it a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, all these shows, it's all detail. It's all, it's all. Just make up the little details. Yeah. I saw an episode of, of, of CSI once where they determined who the murderer was because somebody screamed the murderer's name as they were being murdered into like one of those pottery wheels, and it imprinted on the pottery. Wow. And so they scanned it with a laser, and they got that is, person's is, voice. Is print. that not an episode of? Um... Uh, X Files. Are you sure you're not getting? No, confused that's 100 percent an episode of CSI. Fuck. Yeah. Set, wow. set in a prison. It's a yeah. It's a real episode. So so the imprint of their voice went onto some pottery. Yep. Then they scanned it with a laser. They read the pottery. Read the pottery. The high fidelity pottery. Pottery. They and then they got a back. Si- then they got a sine wave of some sort, like much as we're recording right now. It's not a sine wave, but I. No. It's the only word I can think of. And then it went. Hey, hey, Dave! Don't murder me. <laughs> and then they're like, like, Dave. Dave did it. It was Dave. I've got to feel like. But, so, and surely Dave could then just go, no, it wasn't. You know, People say weird things when they're getting murdered. They yell out all sorts of people's names. <laughs> Do you trust Dave's someone who shouts at pots? There's yeah. actually no more awkward a moment than when you're getting killed by somebody and then you don't know their name and you scream somebody like yeah. one of your ex-lovers' names. Exactly. <laughs> if anything, you know how some people say that the most pleasant word you can hear is your own name. Why not hear it while you're being murdered? Then you'd be like, oh, that's actually quite nice. That's quite nice. So the murderer's defense is like, no, 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 that's his own name <laughs> that he's yelling. And they're like, no, his name was Nick. Oh, it's his nickname. For himself, that's, that's right. He calls himself Dave, mm. ironically. So anyway, how else could you kill? What, what's another? What's another naval thing that you could do on uh, land? Doesn't getting, have to be a murder. Maybe okay. But what if, what if you died <laughs> of the bends? <laughs> the bends. Oh, the bends. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be good. Yeah, oh. yeah. You that, got caught in a. You got caught in a revolving door, and you're in there so long. You got the bends. You got the bends. <laughs> you, or you, can, you tried to come out of the revolving door too quick. Yeah, you got the bends. <laughs> and you got the bends. <laughs> Oh, look. Well, you, you 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 know, it's when you're so deep into something, right? So maybe mm. you were deep in conversation or something like that, yeah. and then the the tone just changed real quick, and you've got a bubble yeah. of nitrogen in your brain. That's right. Sure. I mean, and, and but there's got to be a person who's really good and is purposefully taking people deep into conversation and then pulling them out. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. And he's giving them the bends. Mm. Well, I feel like Dr. Phil or someone could do that, right? Like yeah. when, you know, when you, you he gets he gets you to reveal a lot of stuff, and then he cuts to an ad break. Mm. These shows often have a lot of celebrity cameos, mm. so this will be perfect if we can get <laughs> Doctor Phil playing Doctor Phil true. in there. And I think often the 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 lead investigator in the show is like they they know all the tricks because they've been in you know they've gone too deep in. So I think maybe Captain Pugwash might be the might be the, the main guy. <laughs> Look, that's perfect. Yep. And and so, but he's he's the expert at terrestrial naval crime. Mm-hmm. Like, but, but he also doesn't. But because they're never solving. The oh, crime, I see. Right, it needs to be an idiot. Okay, no, but, right. no, but no, but he's the expert. But he still knows nothing because nobody really knows anything about naval crimes that are performed on land. That's true. Is the there, oh, there's a, there haven't been many test cases. All the law is unproven. Mm. Yeah, it's you know I think he was hit by something going forty knots. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no way to know what that is. <laughs> You're free to go. <laughs> yeah, look, it's it's written down as a sketch. Yeah. And you can never unwrite it, <laughs> yeah. so it's in there. Um, uh, should we go back and look at international dirt? Is there anything in international dirt? <laughs> yeah, I think dirt? there could be something international dirt. Like, like, if you... Okay, because international waters, right, if you go deep enough, you get to some land, right? And then say you, you dig up that land and you take that on shore. Mm-hmm. Does uh, does the yeah, property okay. of being international waters does that 
there's that travel, or even if you just took some water, let's simplify it. You just take it like an Olympic okay. pool, swimming pool's worth of water from international waters. waters. You bring it onto yeah. the shore, and then you kill someone it's in there. It's been pH tested, so you can you, you know you can get away with it. You're like you've you got a little prove, stick in there. Yeah. You're like, listen, it's international waters. You can tell, yeah, <laughs> from the from the acidity. Yeah, that's right. It's real neutral. Like it's super neutral. So wait, did you say you take the water and you put bring it onto a terrestrial pool? Yes. Well, yeah, and so then you, you th- drown somebody in that pool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think that works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, that's a, that's like, that's one way of getting around. It's 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 sort of like the uh, the diplomatic immunity mm-hmm. of dr- mm-hmm. of drowning, so that a regular person can kind of get around uh, diplomatic, Im- like you know, getting. Yeah, it. right. I mean, maybe you could even like a, a, an easier way to do it would be just to have some boots that are full. Like you wear <laughs> gumboots, right? right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And but they're full of ocean water, <laughs> so technically anything you do is in international waters. <laughs> Those platform shoes that have water, like yeah, that have like a goldfish. Oh, that's in there. right. Yeah. Or just like a like one of those donut shaped kitty pools you just have to you 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 plan to murder someone it's it's just a series of like a guy having to convince somebody in different ways to get into the pool Uh, like he's just just wait i gotta inflate this and i have i have this bucket now if we could all if we could both step into the kiddie pool now you're dead it's oceanic immunity Mm. i have oceanic immunity um, you could, I guess, you could also just do it for more petty crimes. You could do sort of illegal gambling on in, in the kiddie pool. <laughs> That's and, true. And, you know, or you could sort of smoke Shoplift. outside of a hospital. Yeah, yeah. you could. Yo, pa- I'm technically not outside of this hospital. I'm technically fifty kilometers <laughs> out at sea. Sir, you can't park that boat here in front of the hospital emergency bay. Well, actually, the pool that I've got it in, mm. my trailer. Behind the car? Oh, where do you park the car? So you haven't rewound this VHS. Well, I think you'll find I've returned it in international waters. (laughs) Check out these waiters. It's like this cop comes in and tries to like put out your cigarette. I'm still outside the the hospital. He's like, I'm like, you're out of your jurisdiction, peg. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, and he shows him and the the cop has got his, he's got his feet all wet. Yeah. Well, then the ultimate indignity. (laughs) Your feet are all wet. There'd have to be a, um, but then, but then, like the, the the risk, of course, then is that you're vulnerable to like a maverick cop. That's who true. himself is. He's almost like a pirate, right? Or like yeah. a buccaneer who's yeah. got he he doesn't. You don't respect the rules. Well, he respects them even less, right? And he's oh, no. he sails up alongside, shoots you in the head. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that that, that there's 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 that. There's always that weakness to, um, to, to the creating planning. a lawless universe is that yeah. well, someone else will not respect the it's, lack of it's law. It's sort of like a portable deadwood, but with water, <laughs> mm, you know? Yep. Mm. Um, well, I mean, I guess in a way the, the, the Old West was the, uh, the terrestrial international waters, wasn't it? I guess you could call it the wild, wild wet. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Alistair. He's done Thank it again. You. Oh, very and nice. It's a, it's a, yeah. Yeah. Alistair, <laughs> you did a pun. You did a pun that been, works. I've been doing a lot, lot more. Well, um, you're getting really good. Thank you. It scares me a little bit. Well, Andy, there's, there's a new, there's a new fuckhead in town. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea, but just before we, if, we, if we're going to get off that, I like the idea of a maverick cop. Mm. What he does is he... Ca- is he 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 wants to get this guy who's committing all this petty crime. Mm. But what he's got is he just... He carries around like a wheelbarrow of like good old fashioned Aussie dirt, and then the the idea is he like he sees the dude in the kiddie pool and he just he's constantly attempting to just flip flip the wheelbarrow of dirt into the pool and he's like 
back in Australia now, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and you're nicked. Yeah. So, so and he makes it sort of it becomes Australian mud, mm. and then he just pins them down and cuffs <laughs> them and stuff like that. I find, <laughs> and I, that's perfect. It's two it's two renegades against yeah, each other. Yeah, the one, two forces. <laughs> one guy running around with a kiddie pool, another one with a wheelbarrow full of dirt. It's it's diehard all over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got each other on a technicality. <laughs> and also their husband and wife. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, what a oh, twist. See, now I'm interested. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Bruce Smith. <laughs> I, 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 like the, I like the moment when the guy looks down and he realises that somehow the dirt's in his thing and yeah. he's, he's finally vulnerable. Feels very bad, boys. Very, feels very, like, 90s action movie. Mm. And he's like, ah. I'm nicked. <laughs> Again, <laughs> you were correct. I, I, I've never, like, has anyone ever seen a chase? Because chase scenes in movies with cars, right? Yep. They're always done in really, like, cool cars, mm-hmm. which I imagine is somehow connected to somehow kind of product placement thing where oh, like, you can get more cars if you put somebody's cool car in your movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see chase scene played out with just two people in real shit boxes. <laughs> right. Right, like uh-huh. a 1980s, like you know, one of those, like a like a an old Commodore with one <laughs> d- door a different color, yeah, and then yeah, there's yeah. someone else in a Honda Matic, mm. uh, you know, and they they've they've, you know, one person's got to get to their car, but they've got to get they've got to get the you know the the hero and his love interest have to get in the car, mm. but it's one of those cars where you can't open the driver's side door with the key. You have to go yeah. over go the passenger side passenger door side. or in, th- in through the boot. Yeah. And then you have to like push down the seats and then get in there. Yeah. And then and there's that part where you like try to, you know, it's got central locking or no, it doesn't have central locking, but you're trying to like unlock it while the other person's holding up the handle. Yeah. And you're like, no, let go. You gotta let go. Well, they've done that in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Did that they? was you know, a pretty funny scene. Wow, this is a real Curb Your Enthusiasm situation for you. Yeah. I don't know if we would have to pay for royalties for that. I don't <laughs> think so. That's fine. That was a parody. Great. So, yeah, it's yes. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Parody of parody. Mm. Um, well, this is kind of similar to an idea that I, I've had. Look, it's not that similar, but uh, well. I really want to make a kind of a kung fu movie where uh, <laughs> the people, maybe I've already talked about this on the podcast, but where the people are not trained in kung fu and everybody's really weak. <laughs> You know, and it's so it's all like you know, it's like it's. I think it's like a thin kid who's yeah. who's kind of been beaten. Like he, maybe he like he got pushed off his bike or something like that while he was on holidays in some some island place where you know people go. And then uh, you know by by maybe it was like a, a an old guy on a on a like a mobility scooter. And then this kid's got his cast in his arm, and then he goes and fights his way up this condominium mm. where, where this this old man's <laughs> right. family mm-hmm. is is living. And there's you know there's there's a bunch of toddlers, and then there's like uh, you know there's there's a teenager playing a video game, and there's a uh, you know there's maybe like a a smell hound for some reason. Anyway, he's got to fight his <laughs> way up. What's a smell hound? Yeah, yeah let's like stop a, right a, here. I was willing to <laughs> let it go because I thought maybe Andy knew what a smell hound was. <laughs> you know, it's, like a, it's like a type of old hunting dog. You know, oh, with a big yeah. flop of the ears. Yeah. And this man yeah. is beating them all up. He's beating them all up, but, 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 very, but very poorly, and it takes uh-huh. a lot of time. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he's ultimately doing more damage to himself. Than, yeah, he's you know, hurting could. himself, and he's already damaged. But his cast is mm. basically his his strong point because he's got this thing that he can sort of block and damage with. Um, 
Oh, I, 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 I feel I, like he's he also fights somebody who's disabled. We could we could definitely, <laughs> which is very progressive. Yeah, I think so. Thank yeah, you. we 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 could combine these two ideas a, a little bit if you'll if you'll allow me. Ah, uh, I, you know what? I'm nothing if not allowing that, mm. that we just create an entire shit action movie. Yeah, yeah right. right. Mm-hmm. With with chase sequences done in crappy old cars and fight sequences, people like. And they're full-on fight sequences, mm. right? With, 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 with. You know, I think we have to establish that, like, he, he's in a, in some way righteous in beating up all these <laughs> yeah, people. Right. I think yeah. maybe the yeah. toddlers is going to be a hard yeah. sell, but like, he's somehow righteous in beating up all of these people to get to whatever yeah. his goal but is. But they're not like the they're, the they're not like drug dealers or anything. But they're like people that don't return their library books on time, they're, and they're just cranky old people. And yes. they're just you know. I, in in a, in a way, senility is the international waters of the mind. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, and look, and, and and if it's possible, maybe the chase scene with the two cars could happen in an underground car park with yep. the two shitty cars, uh, like at night when there's not many other cars. And so it's it's kind of happening in quite close quarters, but there's a lot of like poles that you <laughs> yeah, can right? scrape the side yeah. of your car on, and ah, oh. and, 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 and rather than big spectacular crashes, it's just like. <laughs> Scrapes down the side, just losing it, really chipping the paint, and and the the driver's just like, just thinking about their insurance (laughs) premiums. Yeah, they're they're both Uh. they're both rentals from Rent a Bomb. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, I like the I love the idea of this, but also it's a it's a hundred million dollar picture. Yeah, but it's it's so it's Mm. it's it's the the most beautiful because you know like I I can see a terrible fight sequence or a terrible car chase being put in like a a student film where there's no money behind it, but just have these these beautiful these these beautiful images of just just a totally the the, the cameras move impossible ways flowing in and around poles helicopter shots you know they follow the car as it flips over or whatever Mm. they've got a bunch of drone shots from within the quite low ceiling car park (laughs) they're like they're flying but they're only just above the like you know the thing the drone flies through one window of the car and out another window of the car As as the car speeds, and that's tricky because one because one window is is down, but the other window is that just that weird mesh they put up. <laughs> you've had a broken it's, window, but you can't afford to fix yeah, it. It's yeah. just that mesh a on plas- it. It's a garbage plastic garbage yeah. bag that's been taped on there with masking tape. It's flattering, flattering, mm. and, fluttering. And, and let's say, okay, I remembered now the the part of the idea with fighting the toddlers. Like, let's oh, say, it's, yeah. a, um, it's that he's being attacked by them, and and he's. Trying to re- restrain them all without hurting them. Yeah, okay. right. Right, and so he's you know like he's not a he's not ne- necessarily a bad guy, but he does want to beat up this old man. <laughs> sure, <laughs> right. like who who I guess the old man got up to the top of the the condominium thing using one of those things on the side of the stairs mm. or whatever those things are called. Those oh lifts, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Those old man lifts, and so he's working his way up. So it is kind of like the raid. Yep. So I'm, I'm picturing thinking. it like the raid, but with weak people. Yes. <laughs> yep. Right, and toddlers. Mm. Getting beaten up, and like I think that I think this it'll be a similar situation with the disabled person is that he wants to fight them. Uh, like, he doesn't necessarily want to fight them, but they're like, "You're that kid. You're that kid. I'm gonna get you." Like that, and then he's like trying to like mm. s- stop them from hurting themselves, but also from hurting him, which is very good of him. He's a good yeah. guy, and then <laughs> yeah. he can get get to the to the hard work of beating yeah. up an old man. Mm. Um. I, I, yeah. I. I think. I think that's great. And it's all because he ruined his. The old man ruined his summer vacation. 
Like this is a. I feel this is drawn from real life. Did an old man ruin your summer vacation? God, fucking old man. Were you wearing sandals on like a like a beach, and an old man ran over your foot with a rascal? Yeah, spent a lot of time on Venice Beach. Al, Al does have a toddler who you know keeps him awake at night. So. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Drawn from and real I events. Find ways to restrain him. <laughs> <laughs> Karate Without chops. Karate him chops. Or you. Is this a sketch idea? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 a shame that it's a full movie. But I don't see there's any reason why a full movie can't be a sketch. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. and often a critique of bad movies is that it was more just a sketch that was drawn out to an yeah. hour and a half. And yeah. if you imagine the you know they the reviews come in and then you as the filmmaker you just go yeah. I know. Yeah. That was the, the point. It's a sketch I dragged out too long. I know what I was doing. <laughs> yes. The Perfect movie was criticism. called A Drawn Out Sketch. Yeah. About Thanks a for weak getting guy. it. <laughs> Version of the raid. Um, I've been trying in my mind to come up with a, a pun for the raid, but it's, it's really difficult because. Um, oh, here I, comes it, the pun. Because, because there's not enough. Um, uh, words to really work That's with. That's true, yeah. Mobility yeah. raid is the best yeah, thing okay. I've come mm. up with. Like, yeah, mobility like the aid, mobility but... aid, yeah. yeah. Man. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, mm. sorry, everyone. It's okay. Al's <laughs> the pun guide now. Yeah, I yeah. know, right? Yeah. Andy, you go back to coming up with concepts and making jokes that actually make people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair, I don't think you know how to insult people. Yeah. You've well, lost your touch. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm still hey, insulting. Hey, after this, why don't you go back to your loving family, just, you idiots? I know, I, I'm, I'm trying to be even more disrespectful by not only being the good one at puns, but I, I don't even respect puns. Yeah. So oh, I, I, I see, think the, yeah. whole, the whole form is beneath me. Mm. Well, by explaining it, you've undermined yourself, Alistair. You should have just let it stand. That was my plan all along. No, just an extended no. sketch. Ah, oh, he's good. Yeah. This guy's good. Alistair. Yes. Would you would you like a smoother way to shave? Absolutely. I would love to do something nice for my cheeks. <laughs> would you like a pinch to the cheeks? Uh, you know, if 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 I can't shave with a beautiful five blade razor, <laughs> then I would enjoy maybe an aunt or just a, a foreign lady to come and pinch my cheeks. Mm, but yeah. luckily, yes. you can get a five blade razor by going to Harry's dot com forward slash think tank. Get yourself uh, a starter pack. You only you, a th- starter pack worth thirteen dollars, right? Yeah. But you only have to c- cover shipping, so you get that for free, basically. You're kidding mm-hmm. me, right? No, I'm not. I'm not. Ki- why would I? Why would I kid you and, in the middle of an ad spot, Alistair? And this is the this is this the, is the first only purchase? time in my entire life when I'm sincere. This is the first purchase, though, right? <laughs> yeah, this is your first purchase. In the future ones, you have to pay the thirteen dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, probably. Great. <laughs> But 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 your first one, you just cover the. You're shipping. missing the point, yeah, Alistair. Absolutely, you get a t- yeah, you get a taste of the good stuff, oh. right? You're going to think it's it's absolutely worth the thirteen dollars as see, well. And and, and right. if Harry's were like were, were drug dealers, they would jack up the price after they're giving you that first taste. Which in but, a way they do, but only to thirteen dollars. Well, that's mm. not that high. No, that's not that I mean, high. In fact, like, it's half what you would pay for the leading five blade razors. That's like the price of like sort of three and a half coffees. What a great way to think about it, Alistair. Because <laughs> that's about how, ma- how, how many days, about three and a half days, is how frequently I need to shave. Right. You know? And so... So uh, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can be having coffees all those other days. Is that, oh, is that how, the muscle, yeah, exactly. how the mass works? <laughs> well, I can buy a box of razors yes. every three and a half days. And, and that's if I was just throwing away the razors every yeah. time. But I'm not. But this way, you got the movement. You got you got the you got the Harry's razor, and you can throw boiling hot coffee in your face. <laughs> just just bond your cheeks. Do on some those three smooth, days a week, freshly oh. shaven cheeks. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah. There you go. Yeah, get that. A, a smoother way to shave. Yeah, not... I, 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 that's my new phrase for them because it's it's a smooth process to order mm. online. Absolutely, yeah. you don't and have to leave the house. Shave. There's a there's a kebab shop near where I work, mm. and uh, it's one of those kebab shops that's like in a shipping container. Yeah, and yeah. It's, and their their slogan is, "You've tried the rest, now try the best." And I'm like, that's really <laughs> that's really gone back to. Like first principles as yeah. far as the slogan goes, right? Yeah. They went, yeah. should we do a pun? Should we talk about the culture of uh, where, where, where kebabs? Are? No, let's just say you've tried the rest. You've, you've, the you've tried literally every other kebab in the world, <laughs> but the, but without trying the best one. Mm, yeah. You were working up to it. Statistically had... speaking, how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what are the chances? That is really, you're a really unlucky person yeah. to have eaten every other kebab yeah. and not by chance had the one kebab that is the best kebab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, wow. I mean, look, I think there's there's almost just like a headline joke in that. Maybe there's a full sketch. Like, but the idea that somebody was so. Wait, are we, out, are we out of the ad? We're out of the ad. Uh, yeah, we're, we're out of the, the ad. ad. Yeah, we're out of the yeah. ad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look. To be honest, we were never really in the ad. Oh, yeah. Harry, we just... Harrys.com forward slash think tank. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm never really out of the ad. Of the ad. Yeah, that's you're never the out that's, of the ad. That's why we work well together. <laughs> we're like yin and yang. You're ne- you guys are never really in the ad, and I'm never out of an ad. Look, so. yeah. In a way, you always got to be closing, but at the same time, you always got to be opening. That's very at the true. Same yeah, time, you know. Mm. Do you think that, like, with this idea of the the best kebab in the world, you've eaten every other kebab, and there's still the best kebab in the world? Would you eat that kebab? Because it feels like once you've had that, you, you're obviously a kebab completist, yeah, right, right? To have eaten all these other kebabs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it would be like Alexander? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The great who wept because there were no more worlds to conquer. Like, do you think that that final kebab... Would you just mm. not touch it so that you can always imagine how good it is, or would you eat that kebab? I think about and then this your of, life be empty. I think about this sort of thing a lot. Whenever there's really? a limited edition food product at like a KFC, I'm like, what if I buy it and I really like it, and then I can then then they then they discontinue it. What do I do? What do I do with my life after this? You just, know what I mean? Just spend the rest of your life longing for the double. Yeah, down. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or what if I what if I buy like a like a like a KFC product? Yeah. And then I buy, go and buy a Coke which they don't sell at KFC, and then I combine them, and that's the perfect combination in my life. Yeah. And then I have to do that for the rest of my life. I have to go to two locations every <laughs> time places. I eat. Well, I mean, that doesn't feel as bad as the first one, the <laughs> one where you just have to go to two locations to get the ingredients for a thing, which is a lot of shopping. You know? Yeah, I still don't care for it. Okay. No, no. yeah, I mean... All look, my shopping in the I one guess, place I every guess it time. it kind of just... It, t- it takes it to the level... Of like having to prepare a meal at home, Ugh. where occasionally you know you have to get a few ingredients from different shops, and so now you're getting takeaway, but with with sort of cook mm. at home rules. Yeah, mm. and see, and that's not fair on defeats you. defeats the point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You did not get into this business to have to try. No, absolutely not. No, you're eating KFC because <laughs> right. yeah, you're a lazy. Mm. Are you a lazy fuck? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, absolutely. I just wasn't sure yeah. Whether, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, look, honestly, you could have said lazy in literally any word, and that would be That's true, true of me. Yeah. 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 Lazy gremlin, lazy gremlin. <laughs> I'm a real gremlin. lazy gremlin, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I'm a lazy Kremlin. Mm. Oh, man. Look, I don't know where we were going. I wasn't b- born in the first world to have to go to two locations in Ugh. order to... Ugh. When um, I decided to be born in the first that's world... That's the Kremlin. Yeah. Talking about communist Russia. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that is. Yeah. That is the Kremlin. Yeah. <laughs> that is, yes. Um, I had an idea. Look, I don't know if there's anything in this idea, but but to add to your idea of what about you know the guy he's making that decision uh whether or not to eat the final kebab and it is the best and then yep. he'll have nothing yeah right? mm. other than everything else in his life but he'll have nothing right <laughs> yeah um unless i guess he got into this thing i guess we if we want to really build up the tension he got into this whole eating every kebab thing uh because he was going to kill himself and yeah, then wow. and somehow this was the thing that gave him purpose right right right, right. well he Along the way, and, and he told himself that after he'd eaten every kebab, yeah. he would then kill himself. But along the way, he regained his love of life mm. because of the great interactions that he had with people while eating kebabs. Yeah. And then he decides that he can still keep his promise, maybe to Satan or like some sort of witch who cursed him, mm. right? But then, <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't eat that last kebab, yeah. Right? Oh. Yeah, but but then he eats but it then anyway. there's there's ways there's ways around. Loves <laughs> that it, garlic right? sauce. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so because first of all, there's there's the fact that um, you forget a lot of things, right? Sure. Yes. Like you'll, he'll probably will have forgotten what kebab one tasted like. Right. He's he's worked his way through probably one to one point two million mm. kebabs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how much better than all the other kebabs is this kebab? Because if it's only mm. like a a point. Zero zero two better. Yeah. Then, then it's going to be really hard to distinguish, and a lot about his mood will define yeah. how he enjoys that experience. Yeah. And also, it, I I would question what his state of mind is when he's eating the kebab. Yeah. Because ninety nine percent of kebabs are consumed. Yeah. At While three in the morning. So That's good. True. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I would also question how recently he brushed his teeth because <laughs> I think that that can really affect your enjoyment of a food. That feeds into really when you're eating the you're eating your own mouth. Taste a lot as well. That is a mm. big part of eating. Yeah, and and the best restaurants also cook the inside of your own mouth first. Mm. They clean <laughs> yeah. that out. They soak that in a nice marinade. And mm. you know how many restaurants do that? None, because there's no re- restaurants that really care about the the, the human experience. They well, only care about the food. Well, the real Michelin star, I believe, is 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 got from is from cooking the mind. Is for the... or is, or is <laughs> yes. for the bacteria that that lives in your mouth that you taste. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So the the real Michelin star was in our mouth all along. (laughs) Wow. I would like to just taste a Michelin star. That's interesting. Yeah. I imagine marzipani. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Yeah. I guess it would kind of like it would be kind of crunchy, but sort of like, um, yeah, that that crunch like with those beads on on uh, on cake that you're not sure whether or not you should be eating those. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How will I know if this like, is just a ball bearing? Yeah, am <laughs> I about to break my tooth on this? <laughs> well, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> to push through until something crunches. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's a crazy thing to put on cake. Cake, you know, it should just be a comfort food. Right, mm. a, th- a thing that everybody can enjoy in a relaxed fashion. Let's just put some little balls on there, just little seeds of doubt. That's is what they're called? There's got to be a sketch shiny of, seeds of and doubt. That idea. It's a, it's a new segment for Fear Factor. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, what the, what's it called? A drage. A drage or ball bearing. What's a drage? The little silvery, little silver sweetie thingies. You 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 know the word for what that drage? Yes. 
D R A G E W E. How do you know that? There's an accent over one. I don't know. I don't Wait. Know. Maybe I've seen that word. I've always thought it was a drag E. It's probably a drag, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but. But why but would it have a, an accent a, and be E? Yeah. Mm. Drag E sounds a like it's something that's being mm. dragged behind a. Someone's being. Oh, yeah. Maybe mm. dragged behind, behind a, a, a cart. drag. A, Dragged behind a dragger. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Behind, there's a dragger and the drag classic. A, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Or behind a giant moving cake decoration. <laughs> Intriguing. Um, Fear factor, but for cakes. <laughs> wait, okay. So this is the challenge that you give to people. Right? Uh-huh. So you give them... You've, Okay, and and maybe it doesn't have to be Fear Factor. Yeah, but you, you it's like it's like uh, Who Dares Wins. Remember that that TV oh, yeah. show? Yeah, sure. you go Mike to random Whitney. people on the street, right? But it's a new TV show. It's called A Draji, <laughs> A Draji, or Ball Bearing, or Ball Bearing, right? And so <laughs> you say, Hey, could, would, do you think you could be able to tell whether or not uh, this is a Ball Bearing or an A Draji, mm-hmm. right? Now, if you if you just, get it right, just Draji, Draji, yes, Draji, Draji. Now, now I've said it so many times, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. <laughs> it doesn't anymore. matter. Okay, right. You came into this segment as the expert, and yeah. now, now I'm now I'm the fool. No, you're just like that that terra null, not not terra nullius, but that terrestrial <laughs> naval expert who yeah. doesn't know that much about mm, it. But in terms dip? of our Draji. Um, we're dragging. <laughs> Let's just move oh, on. Let's man. never say it again. Okay, no, never no, say no, it again. Okay, so you you come up to people, and this is our new YouTube sketch show, I'm right, yes. Frank show, and you say, "Okay, I'll give you ten million dollars if you can guess, if you can guess it wow. right. But if you guess it wrong, I get all of your assets." Okay, Alistair. Well, this is turning out to be like. Just a guessing game, really, like because <laughs> I, I, I thought that, that the element of like hurting your teeth on the yeah. on the thing was the forfeit, but but like in the context of losing everything, everything. Yeah. losing a tooth doesn't seem like that big a deal. And in, in that case, why oh. not just toss a coin know, or but, something but like that? Losing everything plus making it difficult to eat. Or no, making that, it hurt that a bit would be when the final dignity. Losing yeah. everything, yeah. and now you've got to go to a dentist. Yeah. What are you, you going to pay the dentist with? You got <laughs> I had $10 million yesterday, yeah. and now I've got nothing. Yeah, you would so, <laughs> so you already had $10 million? Yeah, he, he's only approaching <laughs> million. Your, your, your assets were $10 million. Yeah, exactly $10 million. You could have got yeah. another $10 million. That's, that's, and you're a sucker well, for that's, $10 million. That's how, they, that's how they snare a sucker. They, you snare a, like a rich yeah. like a whale yeah, who, who thinks they're getting one over on you. We only ask CEOs. We've just received a pay packet. Ironically, if you are a sucker and you just suck on the draggy instead of biting on it, you'll know exactly. You'll be fine. Mm. I, I see. I think that they don't they don't release so much of a flavor when you suck on them. I think that's where the risk comes in. <laughs> you just kind of for, for a long time, it's just layers of paint. I think. Yeah, and then you just like you probably even if you were like, I'll just keep sucking on it for ages. You always sort of get a bit sick of it, and then you bite it anyway. That's very true. You know, yeah, like, I get it's a ball just... bearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could coat. You could sugarcoat the ball bearings. Mm. Absolutely, and. Yeah. You could sort of game. That's it my a wrestling bit. name, the sugar coated ball bearing. <laughs> <laughs> he's sweet on the outside, yeah. but boy, he's got a I'm very he's got dense. A heart of steel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I don't know if this is a great sketch. Well, I think there's. I think there is a definitely a sketch in a in a who dares wins type thing, right? But broadened to sort of wider sources of anxiety or yeah. like mm. like you know other kinds of fear and that sort of thing it was always someone like jumping off a thing uh, like off a off a diving board or something like that but mm. like what are the what are the real anxieties yeah. following your dreams oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah cuz mm. i think yeah i think i've seen a who dares wins which was like can you eat 3 jars of mayonnaise yeah mm. and then but You're then like, yes, but instead of that 
Um, can you be honest with your parents? Yeah. yeah. Can you tell your parents about your history of drug use? <laughs> or... Can you can you answer an unknown number on your phone? <laughs> do you have an outstanding debt? Maybe you do. You don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, ten million dollars. <laughs> ten do million dollars. <laughs> will you, you answer the phone? <laughs> will you go on a two-week driving holiday through uh, the south of France with your high school principal? Yeah. Will who dares win? <laughs> or just like, just hang out with a bunch of people. Yeah, who uh, you don't know. No, full yes. stop. There we go. <laughs> oh, a bunch of people. Hang out with a bunch of people. To be honest, though, like 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 catching up with your friends that you. Exclusively the friends that you no longer talk to from high school. Oh, that'd be the worst. Like yeah. that's you that's... have to hang out with all the people you blocked on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I think I think I think this 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 could. This but how much sketch. money are we talking? Twenty bucks here? Like that's that's kind of closer to Who Dares Wins. They had like with three hundred bucks. Yeah, but yeah. I think, yeah, but I think Who Dares Wins. They did little ones, but then they mm. also did. Big, I Sometimes think they were bigger I think ones. Would, I think they would do like you would invest, investigate the, the the participant, and then you would. You would give you'd, you'd get them right on the edge of that indifference curve. You'd be like, okay, yeah, right. you know, this one, this person's mm-hmm. a, you block this person because they're a racist, and you block this person because they're you know, yeah, they're just they're always talking about their boat or whatever. <laughs> and then you find the exact figure that they'd be they'd be in for, and they'd be yeah. like, ten grand. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I, I, because well, then it's a real dilemma, isn't it? Yeah. Are you are you make it interesting? Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I just feel like we could get into like even more psychologically taxing dares. I just I, I just can't can't think of any <laughs> any right now. What about that one with the trolley problem? Oh sure, yeah, okay, <laughs> right. So there's 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 a train coming down. There's two tracks, mm-hmm. right? One's got like one child on it. Another's got four adults. Yeah, right. right. Which which. Thinking do you send it down? Yeah. It's like that, but who dares win? Exactly. And you have to wait a maxi bond and you the whole win, time. You could win 20 bucks. Yeah, that's right. I'm not sure if there's a right answer, though, to that one. So, But uh, uh, one, one, like some interesting ones, I guess if you were televising. I like the idea that you can't opt out, though. Yeah. You're just given the, yeah. you're given the choice, and they're like, for 50 bucks, which leave? And you're like, I don't want to do this at all. <laughs> well, there's 50 bucks riding on it, so you better. No, there's human lives at stake. And that $50. Mm. Wouldn't you like that? Think Wouldn't what you, like you could this do pineapple. with $50. Yeah. yeah I, what, what about the idea? Like, I guess, look. Pineapples are what we call $50 in Australia. That's right. Because um, that's we... what a pineapple costs in yes. Australia. Because <laughs> of Cyclone Yazzie. Mm. Yeah. Um, what if we're, it's just a TV show also where we're just, I mean, look, this is basically the same idea, but where we're, we're telephizing that, that trolley sketch, uh, that, yep. tr- that trolley dilemma. But then you're getting people with very specific interests. So you're getting a guy who's super into comic books. Yep. Right. And then on the one track, there's 10 babies, right? <laughs> and on the other track, there's like... Action Comics number one, first appearance of Superman. First, yeah. Or uh, I was going to say like Alan Moore. <laughs> oh, so, right. Yeah. Comics creator Alan Moore. Yeah, sure, comics yeah, okay. creator Alan Moore. Yeah. And then they have to decide whether they're, they're going to save Alan Moore or 10 children with... You know, all of them infinite could become... Potential. Infinite potential. They could one, be 10 Alan Moores. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think that's interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we'd really learn about a lot about value. And if um, they make the right decision, they get twenty dollars. Nice. <laughs> Who decides what the right decision is? The, the viewers. We take it to the high court. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. We go to the highest court in Australia, and we let the judges. You know, with their kind of infinite wisdom. Well, not infinite. They're, no. With their finite wisdom. Very they're, limited. They're, wisdom. Mere, they're mere human understanding yeah. of. 
Yeah. You know. um, also, Mike Whit- Whitney is also on the. Yeah, he's Mike on, Whitney. He's on the he gets court. a chair for some reason on the high court. And he gets <laughs> mostly just to smile because he's yeah. got a, a killer smile. If you don't know who Mike Whitney is, uh, Google Mike Whitney <laughs> and just check out that winning smile and then put it as your uh, sort of your your sort of banner photo on top of your Twitter. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Mm. So look, I've written it down. I've just got who dares wins, but for psychologically taxing dares. Yeah, I, I, um, I think I think that's I really think good. That's a sketch idea. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, I, to, to me, uh, anything that I guess is going to come back to do some kind of family thing, which is the source of mm. all my love and fear. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Now, are there are there situations in which you would uh, willingly sort of sell a family member? <laughs> Oh, like gee whiz! Like I mean, obviously, uh, desperation. Like, do you yeah, think desperation. I was going to go with desperation, but like, how desperate would you have to be? Oh, pretty desperate. Yeah, yeah. I would say very desperate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Would you say like, okay? I mean, the social stigma alone upon selling a, a family member. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, so let's say right now you wouldn't sell a family member to buy a car. Well, hang let's on, say. I didn't say that. Because <laughs> okay. so that's not that desperate a situation. Well, right? I mean, one of our cars is currently broken down, so. Yeah, I mean, true, yeah. I might need another car. Yeah, that's true. But what if there was nobody else around to judge you? So oh, that's interesting. There's just one of your siblings, uh-huh. and there's the buyer. Yep. <laughs> so this is a sort of almost an end of the world scenario. <laughs> end of the Everyone world. else is dead. It's just me, a sibling, and a guy who <laughs> wants my sibling. Yeah. Do wants I get your do sibling? I, and he has, has a, a car. car. <laughs> yeah. Do I get a fine fat goose? Is that what are we what are we trading for? Like you just get to water? get out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I will blow okay. this town. There's, so I mean, so we're in some sort of post-apocalyptic situation, but there's a nice town. <laughs> yeah, just there's down a the nice road. T- town down the road. It's very much localized to a non-walking distance, uh, like uh-huh. it's, it's like you know, like to within mm-hmm. uh, a walk, all walk, any distance that you can walk. Uh huh. That's where it's 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 it's, an, it's that plus a bit. I like the idea of a very localized post-apocalyptic. Like yeah. town, like mm. a, like just uh... already. That's a better idea. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. That is much better. So we're talking like a post-apocalyptic suburb, or yeah, something like, like a Mad that? Max kind of situation. But, it's but for just... some reason, it's just very localized. It's just a couple of streets in uh, West Coburg. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but also that it's like a booming metropolis. <laughs> okay, is, is this is this is there a way that it could be both post-apocalyptic and well and really well, successful? Yeah, well, Thunderdome. It'd have a Thunderdome. Oh, yeah, the Thunderdome. Yeah. It's a nice place to visit and go to the Thunderdome, but you wouldn't want to live there, obviously. You'd, you'd so be like, like, oh, we've got to go, oh, we've got to, go mm. to West Coburg mm. and probably fight off raiders in, like, hotted mm. up utes with spikes on the front. Two, we get me- to go to two the men enter, but do we have to enter? Yeah, I'm kind of busy just, and I, just, I can't be bothered why leaving the house, to be honest. they live stream it? I don't understand why they don't live stream the Thunderdome. I guess it's because there's so much post-apocalyptic area around the Thunderdome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's kind of like a nice place for everybody to come to. It's like a, mm. you know, it's a there's, mm. a there's a bit more sort of like you it's know, like the bar in Cheers. And, yeah, everybody <laughs> knows your name at the Thunderdome. Yeah. By the way, when you said you know it's it's a nice place to visit, but nobody wants to live. That's exactly how Ernie feels about the moon. Anyway, um, I've been singing a lot of kids' songs. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'd like to visit the moon, but I don't think I'd like to live there. That's a parody as well, so we don't have to pay ro- ro- royalties. That's for true. That. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, so I'm I, so uh, sorry. Look, but I think I think this I think this localized post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah. Like 
I think we could, we, you know, if we wanted to, we could go even more specific. It could just be the corner of somebody's living room. Oh, sure. Post-apocalyptic yep. uh, yeah. or something. Yep. There's just like, there's a couple of guys in there. One of them's wearing a man's skin. Yeah, one's hat. got a chainsaw hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that makes sense because I think, like, people think of the post-apocalyptic, they think it, it, it covers the world. Mm. But I think it's got to start somewhere. That's yeah. very true, right? yeah. And it's got to spread, you know, and it's got to, you know, it's got to sustain and spread. So there's a lot of sort of post-apocalyptic or shrink. spots. Or shrink. Yeah. Possibly shrink. Yeah. So first it, was... Because things get gentrified, right? So you've got like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you've got your post-apocalyptic wasteland, but of course... You know, you're going to get a f- when when things become a post-apocalyptic wasteland, prices go down. Yeah, there's students start artists moving, moving in, yeah. the artists. I it like becomes that idea. a cool yeah. area. I think last time I was on, uh, it was we did real estate with a with a some sort of weird dimensional portal in the in the, in the bedroom. That's right. So maybe we expand out again, and we can be like, okay, gentrified post-apocalyptic suburb. I like yeah. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, and the and the people who wear human skin. Yep. Right as a, as a mask, yeah. they they can no longer afford to live there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's all these investors talking about how actually I've been looking. They have been studying, uh, you know, a lot of the um, sort of people who are buying a lot of the burning tires <laughs> and uh, and so a lot of these sort of loose, uh, you know, sort of leather jacket and and sort of goat skins and things like that. And then I go there and I buy real estate there because you know that's going to be a sort of a boom. Yeah, of, you know. <laughs> I like the idea that uh, that a uh, uh, a, no, like a retiree couple move next mm. door to the Thunderdome <laughs> yeah. and then they make noise complaints. The Thunderdome gets turned into apartments. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah, that used oh, to be, that was the meeting place. Yeah, that was one of the, the, the entertainment venue mm. and now they got lockout laws. Exactly, yeah. It's killing the Thunderdome nightlife. Yeah. I mean, we used to we used to get we used to be able to get like a like a latte in a broken jar. Yeah. But now it's in a glass. <laughs> it's really well. Now they've at least filed off the sharp edges That's right, of, the, yeah. of the broken jar. Yeah. We used to you used to sit on oil drums. Now we sit on chairs. Thunderdome is now Thunderdome Towers apartment oh, complex. No, oh, Thunderdome yeah. Heights. Ugh. Yeah. And there's a doorman. Yeah. <laughs> but he kind of like he sort of wears like a. Uh, it's a very gentrified, like like version of version of the thing. <laughs> yeah. So he is where he's got a lot of skulls on it, but they're kind of very nice, like silver buttons. On yeah, his, right. On his jacket, it's cultural and... appropriation, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's and, he, and he sort of he still got, has that kind of like looks like a you know like a, a sort of limo driver's cap. It's got dreadlocks mm. coming out the back. But it has like dreadlocks and like sort of little uh, like you know like old cow horns and things like that. Yeah, he's wearing or, them ironically. Yeah. Maybe there's like a place where you can sort of get sort of. Uh, Gourmet post-apocalyptic sort of, you know, like fried uh, human flesh, fried human yeah. flesh. Yeah, absolutely. Possibly, yeah, like, you know, sort of uh, like a nice, a which nice used sort to be free because you could just tear it off your enemies. <laughs> but yeah. now it's like twenty-four dollars a portion. <laughs> yeah. It's really absolutely. And, yeah. the, and they do like a sort of a beautiful sand waffle. Mm. You know, where you know, I guess when you're really desperate, you would sort of just eat sand. Eat sand. <laughs> you know, uh, that's true. But now people are like, oh, you gotta let's go in and try the sand. Try the yeah. sand. Oh, they've got a really good sand here because you know you're like, oh, it's it. Technically, you can sustain on the sort of microorganisms alone and things like that. You don't have to wait for it to grow into plants. And you know, I, I think it was kind of better actually when um, the soil sort of. Couldn't sustain life. You well, know, that I think drives they... up the price of the sand, right? And then yeah. the local, uh, the few who are still there can't afford to eat it anymore. Who live in the dirt quarry? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're being forced to sell all their sand to cafes. By the way, whoever said the uh, old folks live, move move in next to the du- Thunder Dome and make a noise complaint? That was very good. Thank that you. was very good, Nick Mason. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> I said a thing. 
the th- the Thunderdome. Who would have thought the Thunderdome would be so noisy? That's right. Well, they, <laughs> what the, the real estate agents bring him in when there's no Thunderdome, when when ginormous is a tweet, Mad Max or whatever, and then they think it's quiet. They're like, oh no, it's a it's a it's, library. That's the, that's the shush sphere. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's the shush hemisphere. Yeah. It just looks like there's very quirky architecture in the area. Mm. You know. But a lovely neighborhood, really. Uh, yeah, and it's quite nice, you know. And it's just got character. Um, hey, I think we did it. We've yeah. made it to five sketch ideas. There everybody. we go. Wow. Shall I run us down Please. through the sketches? Through the aisle of sketches. Well, we've got TNCSI, which is uh, Terrestrial Naval Crime Scene Investigators, and it's where there's sort of uh, there's been. T- sort of naval crimes that have been committed on land and uh, they send in an expert and nobody's really an expert but this is the guy who knows the most about it and he doesn't know that much. And uh, there's a... And, and, and what is uh, the main story of this sort of sketch is that there's also, uh, apart from people walking the plank and dying of the bends from escaping <laughs> through uh, sort of... Rolling door, uh, revolving doors. Revol- revolving doors too quickly. There's a, there's a main story, which is this guy who's been taking ocean water and putting <laughs> it in a kiddie pool and then committing crimes, it, it, technically in uh, international waters. Mm-hmm. And then there's this, and, and he's been really making a mockery of this cop who then eventually, who he, he himself is a renegade, he gets a wheelbarrow full of, of Australian <laughs> land and tips it in there, and then he busts his ass. Alistair, you really gave a lot of detail on that yeah. sketch, and I appreciate it. Yeah. Sometimes I think if I ever forget some of these sketch ideas and I just want to uh, get them back, I'll just listen, listen to, the, to the end. To this, mm. Yeah, to the end. Yeah, we should release the end as the podcast. We could le- release the end need. as a preview, but then... Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the whole thing. It's the there's journey. A lot of, there's a lot of hemming and whoring in the middle. Mm, it's great. And people and love the hemming and the whoring. Hemingway and Especially the whoring, though. <laughs> uh, then, then, oh, wait. Oh, no, that was the second sketch, International Waters. I apologize. That's fine. Second That's sketch fine. was International Waters. First one was just... It's, look, there's, there's many CSIs, so Absolutely. There's, there's room for two maritime. Yeah. C- CSI, International Waters. Is is just it just in general is a funny thing where they show up to the crime scene and there's never anything they can do. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> looks like they'll get away with it again. Mm. I don't know why we bother. <laughs> uh, then there is the raid, but for weak and poor people. Yep. Right. That involves shitty cars, uh, shitty car chases, and but no, the car chases are good, but they're in shitty cars. Yeah. But they're in bad locations, but they're still good. Oh yeah, they're beautiful. And it's weak people fighting other weak people mm-hmm. and. And things like that, and it, but it's kind of like yeah, so it's like the raid. But anyway, I feel if anything, that's that's a more visceral fight. Yeah. Like like oh, a man yeah. like a man charging in and like knocking somebody's head off with a hammer. That's all well and good and fun. Absolutely. fun for the whole family. But just two guys who don't really know what they're doing, who yeah. are in a battle to the death. That is unpleasant. <laughs> and I think I think that's the yeah. new. I think that's the new, incredibly, you know, powerful, skilled. Action, yeah. mm. action fight. It's just two idiots who don't know what they're doing. Just dial it back. Mm. I yeah. think yeah. If the, the only reference point that I've got for this is in the uh, that noted action film, Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, yes. Where uh, Hugh Grant and Colin, Colin Firth. Firth fight in the street, and they're really not very good at it. Yeah. But, the, but it, we really take it. We really kick it up a notch. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's sort of like the Chinese water torture of fights <laughs> where nobody is really capable of, of killing the other, but... No one, you know, both are too stubborn to stop. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. The Chinese water torture of being punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should just sort of slap ass on around. 
Anyway. Um, then we got the Who Dares Wins, but for psychologically taxing dares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have post-apocalyptic suburb gets gentrified. <laughs> so I think it. that's fun. That's good stuff. Uh, and so... <laughs> Mouth noises. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Uh, we, we uh, you know, we could could do it without you, but it would be much less rewarding. <laughs> you know what? We have done it without you at different points. And uh, that's true. Thank you very much for. If you're interested, we'll send you out the download uh, statistics for, let's say, episode maybe 15 through 40. Yeah, for the first oh, wow. for the four, first three years, basically. Yeah. It's huh. uh, but uh, you and, know what? enough about that. And enough about doing things without you. Thank you for listening. And um, you can you can uh, check out Nick Mason's podcast. Oh, it's called The Weekly Planet. We talk yes. about superhero movies and stuff. It's very good. Sometimes we talk about horror movies. I was listening to it this morning, Ooh. and then I was also on it this afternoon. You sure were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, we talked about. Well, you guys will be on. We'll be talking about the movie It. And, uh, we saw it this morning. We had a real good time. Yeah, check it out. It's on the Planet Broadcasting Network. Mm. Probably my favorite podcast on the Planet Broadcasting Network. But uh, <laughs> but there's also others. You know, there there's is, also there uh, mm. Dragon Friends and Do Go On and uh, uh, yeah, serious issues s- s- and uh, yeah, serious issues and 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 Steel Wars and Human Ordinary and mm. Tofop and Tofop mm. and and. and the little Dum Dum Club. Welcome, yeah, they're on now. Welcome yeah, to the group. Yeah, we put them in the naughty corner. Yeah, absolutely. See, see what they do. Check uh, them out. And uh, and check out Friendship Mates. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Just, just our friend Jack Truce and Beck Petratus. Check out their podcast, Friendship Mates. Been wanting to listen to a lot of Very that good. recently. Uh, Nick Mason, are you on the socials? I'm on Twitter at Wikipedia Brown if you want really? to pop over and say mm. hi. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm on Twitter at AlistairTB. Oh. And I'm on Twitter at Stupid Old Andy, and we are at Two in Tank. And uh, we've recently launched a Patreon for some reason. Very good. And uh, we're 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 looking to pay George, who edits this podcast. Yeah. And that's our that's our first goal. We haven't put the goal into the thing, <laughs> but well, we don't want to put anything in writing we, in case we, we change our mind. Yeah, right. We, we don't want to put too much pressure on us or you or George. Or George. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to put pressure on him that he might get paid. There's no think, pressure on anybody. No I think expectation. The, the anticipation of getting paid. Would uh, might drive him mad, and then he won't edit the podcast. Yeah, because we haven't told him about this either. No, of course yeah, not. he might just he might he might send him a message like, "Hey George, we're going to pay you for this," and he'd be like, "Be like, I don't," and just throw his laptop in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, so if you if you uh, you know if you want to support the podcast, you can throw some change at us. Mm. Uh, we would we would really dig it, and you could review the podcast as well. That would be lovely. Yeah, and we really like the reviews. Yeah, and we also really. Love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, Nick Mason. Pleasure. You're the best. You are. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, 
wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.